what are the best strategies for an INTJ to stop overeating? But before I can answer, please consider subscribing to the channel so people realize the news is actually fake news. And hit the alert bell so that uh, you can get notified when I go live. That being said, what's up, Ego Hackers? This is the CSJ Podcast, and I'm your host, CS Joseph, here to answer all of your questions on anything Jungian analytical psychology or the four sides of the mind. And the source of today's question is Monica Duffel or Monica Dufel. I don't know how to pronounce your surname, so I apologize in advance. And it's a uh, public uh, wizard question submission. You can find more about a wizard at csjoseph.life forward slash wizard. And uh, to read her actual question, what are the best approaches or strategies for an INTJ to stop overeating, with the end goal being weight loss, especially when the nature of the overeating is eating junk food, often in a bingy way, to feel better? This is one of the most dangerous uh, negative feedback loops uh, in existence uh, because let's talk about what's actually happening mechanically from a cognition standpoint. If an INTJ woman is overeating and binging, it's because she's lacking in attention because extroverted sensing inferior, also known as performance anxiety, the number one need the number one need that an INTJ woman has is that um, she is able to captivate and capture attention from other people and maybe even especially men that she actually wants or would be interested in being uh, attached to or attached with etc but uh, other than that uh, it's really interesting because by binging and giving into SI demon likely due to a lack of attention it's just making the situation even worse which means uh, the INTJ woman would be gaining less attention which would be making the binging coming from introverted sensing demon via cognitive orbit even worse remember cognitive orbit is how in your ego whatever function you have in your ego uh, in whatever slot attitude it is, it is directly linked to uh, your unconscious exactly the same way, but uh, the extroverted versus introverted variant. So, for example, extroverted sensing inferior is linked by a cognitive orbit to introverted sensing demon. And if the extroverted sensing inferior is not having its needs met, uh, like a lack of attention from others, etc., then the SI demon will literally put the INTJ on the path to destruction. Uh, and in this case, it would be binging and eating lots of junk food and overeating and becoming overweight because they're pretty stressed, they're not getting any attention, so they're overcompensating that with self-destructive binging behavior with their introverted sensing demon. And then as a result of that, it gets, uh, it just it just makes the situation even worse. Uh, to, to make it even more worse <laughs> is that uh, introverted sensing demon because uh, INTJs just lack uh, self-discipline entirely and they just don't really know how to stop it's kind of like how uh, introverted sensing demon makes it so INTJs end up staying up super late their circadian rhythm is completely shot uh, and because of that their health goes down and that's why INTJs out of all of the 16 types 
are the most unhealthy of all the types. They are statistically the most unhealthy of the types. With the exception of maybe the INTP being a close second because INTP's SI child have a natural dopamine addiction that they are easily addicted to anything that increases their dopamine. And uh, because of that, they can also become extremely unhealthy due to their addictive uh, personality. But with INTJs, it's more of a coping mechanism, constantly trying to cope with this uh, binging and self-destructive behavior. Sometimes INTJs can self-destruct with alcoholism, uh, constant amounts with, uh, with sex with strangers over and over and over again. Uh, uh, obviously drugs etc but they're not doing it for that dopamine fix which is what it which is what an INTP would be basically doing they're doing it because uh, they're just not getting any attention from the people they want to get attention from and that's and that could be their dad that could be their mom it could be their brother it could be a family member it could be that cute guy at work who knows it, it, it could be literally anybody or it could be literally anybody because nobody is giving them attention and and it's especially painful for se inferior because se inferior is like okay well uh, why bother performing for anyone if no one's even going to notice me and then as a result of that they enter into this very horrible self-destructive behavior and it's like i'm going to light myself on fire hoping somebody will notice so what they end up doing is like oh you're not noticing me because i'm not attractive or i'm not beautiful or i'm not performing well enough for you well i'm just going to perform uh for myself or I'm going to do all these things and I'm just going to make myself super mega ugly because you'll acknowledge me at least that while I'm ugly instead of like when I'm beautiful, even though I'm not beautiful. And it, and it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy and their SI demon ends up consuming the INTJ from the inside out. It's one of the worst things that we could really ever watch happen on a consistent basis. It's also, SI demon, is, this is also why, you know, INFJs, are likely statistically it's between INFJ or ISTP I'm not really sure yet but it seems like INFJ out of all the 16 types would have the highest suicide rate especially INFJ men but ISTP men are also very very high up there it could go back and forth and we'd have to gather a lot more data and evidence uh, and conduct some proper studies with proper data in order to actually come to those conclusions that being said, uh, in, in the very near future, we will actually be able to uh, run those studies very soon. Um, uh, the amount of people that have taken the uh, discover test at csjoseph.life forward slash discover, uh, we, we've got like over 30,000 submissions. We need more submissions to make all of the data that we're collecting to be statistically viable. And similar to 23andme.com, we're going to be asking people to participate uh, in studies um, using their cognition and they'll fill out a little survey, etc. And then we'll actually start to be able to produce some real data on those studies and we're going to publish that data on some nice, uh, easily navigated uh, dashboards and make those dashboards publicly available uh, for anyone within this audience or anyone else for that matter to consume and understand, etc. But more on that later. Um, so anyway, how do you solve this problem? How do you stop the flow of self-destruction when it comes to an INTJ who doesn't have any attention whatsoever? And 
it's 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 actually really hard because the advice I would typically give actually really benefits an INFJ more so, and uh, which would basically be um, you know when they're going to um, like for example I've had INFJs ask me what does it take to get me to go to the gym I'm so unmotivated to go to the gym and I'm like well go with a friend for one you're affiliative and interdependent and two you might be able to be in a position to actually help them with their form etc while you're at the gym while you're lifting with this other person also you don't want to let that person down uh, by not showing up uh, on time so you'll actually make sure that you're going to bed at a certain time because you know the following morning you're going to be there for somebody and then also uh, to get to a point where um, you know that you're going to perform because you have somebody there with you and you're going to be performing for somebody etc but doing that with an INTJ is extremely hard more of that they're just so embarrassed like an INTJ woman for example would be so embarrassed that they may not even bother going to the gym at all and I think I and I think this is why like um, when I go to the gym it's usually I usually go around 9 p.m. and that's because that's when all of the INJs and especially all the INTJ women go to the gym they go to the gym about 9 or 10 p.m. at the earliest basically because they're trying to reduce as much of their own personal exposure and be subject to all of the judgments of all of the men and women there at the gym etc because it's so late and because there's not very many people there not very many humans in the gym and it's kind of sad that they do that, but I understand it's because they're trying to hide. They're trying to hide their their performance anxiety and that they might not perform well or look their best uh, while simul because you know they got to have that look your best uh, facade. You know what I'm saying? And and that's what's leading to an INTJ having uh, you know these this binging behavior anyway because they're very embarrassed and they're not capturing anyone's attention. They're not even being noticed because they're potentially obese and I know what that's like not being but from my point of view being an ENTP it's more like I have zero desirability whatsoever because I'm weighing 300 pounds and that's how I weighed when I was 14 uh, the second I step the, the day I stepped foot in high school for the very first time I weighed 287 pounds um, so that was that was pretty rough um, but uh, but the point is, like, how do you, how do you, you know, but on the flip side, you know, with INTJ women, INTJ women also have, they usually don't have super high obesity rates. They usually have super high anorexia or bulimia rates uh, because uh, their version of binging is just not eating food entirely. SID when gets in there and then they just don't take care of themselves. They just stop taking care of themselves because they're not getting that attention and they believe that if they just drop a lot of body fat and get super super skinny then someone will notice them and that's extroverted sensing inferior as well uh, but without you know being influenced heavily by the SI demon because again they're not getting that attention so the only way to do this is to literally create in some way shape or form a semblance of self-discipline where the INTJ has to go and take care of themselves immediately because no one is going to notice or give them attention until they do and then in order to stop the cycle they have to be walking in the other direction so some examples of this um, let's let's talk about fitness in general uh, 
for example, the example of this is, is that you need to really have, get yourself an accountability coach, someone that can hold you accountable, someone that you respect that you would be letting them down if you didn't perform for that person uh, to the point where they, they would really think less of you as an INTJ if you were not actually uh, going to the gym every day, if you were not counting your calories every day, if you were not measuring your food every day in terms of ounces or grams every day with a food scale to make sure that you're not going above your calories and that your macronutrients, meaning protein, fat, and carbohydrates are being measured properly along with your calories. But when you're doing food, just remember that calories are the most important because calories versus um, versus carbohydrates, fat, and protein macronutrients, they're really off. They're really off. You'd think that there would be one-to-one, -one, or you'd actually be able because it's supposed to be four calories for, per gram of carb, or four calories per gram of protein, and then nine calories per gram of fat. But then when you look on the back of labels of food, you'll see that, yeah, if you try to measure your food based on macronutrients alone, you're actually going to go above in calories. So the reality of the situation is, Always calculate calories first as your highest priority, and then focus on protein, fat, and carbohydrates instead. Now, now you're asking like, well, hold on, C.S. Joseph, how the hell is this even going to work? How how does this even make sense? Uh, because I don't, uh, because I don't even know how much protein or fats or carbohydrates I should be eating a day. I don't know what my calories should be. How do I even figure that out? Glad you asked. All you have to do is search on Google for the Legion Athletics Macronutrient Calculator. Okay, and uh, a lot of people disagree with me when I give advice like this, but depending on whether or not you're endomorphic or ectomorphic or mesomorphic. You'll need to look up body morphism, but those three things of those body types, and there's basic body types. You could also see like ver various body types according to Dr. Eric Berg, according to his uh, YouTube channel, Dr. Berg, which is really, really important. I, I recommend that you guys do that too, because just because you start going to the gym and you start counting your food and you're counting your calories doesn't mean you're going to be success because the junk food that you've eaten could has could have damaged your DNA so poorly that you don't even know how to eat correctly, which is why I recommend you read books like Deep Nutrition by Dr. Catherine Shanahan or The Perfect uh, Health Diet by uh, Dr. Paul Jaminet as well, uh, or you can uh, you know uh, hire John Brisson at FixYourGut.com, etc. In fact, he actually just dropped his Optimal Health Blueprint, uh, which is available on the front page of his site. You just hit the button, yes, give it to me, put in your email, and it gets emailed to you. It's pretty awesome. I actually, my supplement stack is heavily based around uh, John's Optimal Health Blueprint uh, in terms of managing supplements. If you want to learn more about supplements, check that out. Um, and no, I'm not getting paid to say that. Uh, the point is, though, um, when... So counting calories and then going to the gym and having uh, the proper weightlifting thing, it's not good enough. You have to make sure you're eating the right foods. So if you're mesomorphic, um, I recommend going – I mean, if you're endomorphic, you definitely want to go keto for sure. Uh, mesomorphic, probably more towards a paleo diet. You can do uh, keto as well if you're if you're really obese as a mesomorph. Start with keto and then maybe end with paleo. It's up to you. 
Um, I am a mesomorph uh, with my body morphism. I thought I was an endomorph for the longest time. I'm not actually. I'm actually mesomorphic. Uh, so based on uh, mesomorphism for me, I and given where I came from, having to having used to weigh 300 pounds, uh, I definitely think it's important to um, um, to to be keto all the way through. I I am keto all the way through. Um, but although right now my trainer has me on a paleo diet, so so go keto for cutting basically, and then um, and then for uh, being at maintenance or bulking, you definitely want to do paleo uh, for sure as a mesomorph. If you're ectomorphic, stay vegan. Just be vegan the whole time, and that's how you should eat vegan. Okay, and of course, if you're ectomorph and using the Legion, the Legion Athletics macronutrient calculator, just basically grab what you need for protein, have everything else be carbohydrates with as little fat as possible, because ectomorphs, when they eat fat, they get fat, right? Whereas endomorphs, if they eat carbs, they get fat. Um, but if endomorphs eat fat, they lose weight, actually. It's kind of interesting that there's different uh, eating habits and eating rules for our DNA depending on what our body morphism is. Whereas mesomorphic can basically eat just about anything and they'll be fine. They could still potentially lose weight. And that's why they have the most variety you know, of foods available to them because their bodies are the most adaptable as a result, right? So based on that, Make sure that you as an INTJ are doing all of the proper research to be able to understand this. So the first thing is first, like get a Legion Athletics a macronutrient calculator. Um, and uh, you could also, uh, and then for, here's my macronutrient split right now. Like when I'm cutting, it's 40% uh, protein. But of course, it's 40% protein anyway, regardless, like I, all my calories, 40% of my calories forever is always protein, no matter what. Um, and then, uh, and then, like when I'm cutting, doing my keto diet, 7% of my calories come from carbohydrates, and or yeah, and then the rest of it is just fat, and that's basically my keto cutting macronutrient split, right? In terms of lifting, you want to read Starting Strength by uh, Mark Ripito and then understand lifting, etc. We're also going to be having a guest on our show real soon. It's, uh, he's going to be talking about this, uh, Jason Hooper. Uh, he's uh, with FixYourGut.com, and he's uh, a fitness trainer, and he'll be talking about his uh, fitness strategies as well, so you'll be able to uh, see that. Um, and then uh, get my fitness pal get the $60 premium thing per year so it makes it a lot easier for you to use plan out your meals using that app I do it every day every single day without fail and uh, just you decide uh, and the macronutrient calculator will tell you what you need to do when you're cutting to, to lose to lose fat basically or what to maintain to stay at your normal weight or what you need to do to actually gain muscle etc also known as bulking etc and then you just kind of go back and forth Getting the proper lifting routines, I'll be honest, I'm really bad at that, but you could probably, to get good routines, I think the best routine out there is probably what's available at Kinobody, uh, K-I-N-O-B-O-D-Y, Kinobody, and then also um, uh, Michael Matthews has got some pretty decent routines, and then you, there's also the starter routine that you can do, uh, which is strong lifts, uh, five by five routine is also a great starting which just download the app and you're ready to go but it's really for beginners 
um, or maybe even mid-tier as well, but I think it's more of a beginner approach. But that'll just get you started and get you going. Um, there's a lot of other people uh, who have struggled with weights within this community. Uh, shout out to Ellie Serratos, an ENTP, who has made huge strides uh, in losing fat as well. And you could also consult with her uh, to, uh, she's just on, she's in the Facebook public group, just like literally create a post and tag her and be like, hey, do you have any advice? And I'm sure she'd help you because like hashtag Effie Child, you know what I'm saying? So that is also another thing as well. But like I said, regardless of you counting calories, if you're not eating quality foods, you're doing it wrong. So you need to learn and research how to do that. So you do that uh, through Dr. Eric Berg and uh, also Thomas DeLauer. Those are great uh, resources in terms of figuring out uh, what the uh, proper way to eat. And then anything that has to do with Dr. Catherine Shanahan, which is Deep Nutrition or, or The Perfect Health Diet or Dr. Paul Jamine, literally follow their food rules basically so that you know exactly the kinds of foods that you could eat to get the most benefit. And I know how INTJs are all about optimizing and min-maxing every little possible thing to get the absolute benefit uh, from their minimum effective dose. I highly, highly recommend that as well. So anyway, these are just some strategies uh, that I could use, but they're not exactly the best approaches. Now, if you got like um, a decent amount of money that you can spend every month, you could just hire my personal trainer. You could just straight up hire and just tell her that I sent you, uh, etc. cetera. But um, my trainer is uh, Jess Gone, J-E-S-S space G-A-W-N-E. Fantastic trainer. Um, she uh, did a photo shoot recently for Maxim. Um, and uh, I, I've been I've been very fortunate to work with her, and, and I'm very happy uh, to be her client. And I've been her client for some time. And uh, <laughs> in my life right now, statistically, I should be gaining weight. Uh, I should be gaining a lot of fat, but I'm not. I'm actually going the other direction. And since being on her program, I've lost over 30 pounds of fat, actually, and getting stronger and stronger as I go. So. Uh, worst case, if you just absolutely don't know and you got the money, hire Jess. If not, use the Legion Athletics Macronutrient Calculator. Do some research on what the best routines are. Uh, study Mark Ripito, Paul Jaminet, Dr. Catherine Shanahan, Thomas DeLauer, and Dr. Eric Berg, like on YouTube, etc. And you will, over time, be able to create a system, create a plan that you can execute, that it will guarantee you an outcome that your NI hero will get what you want and then as a result of that because you know that you're able to perform and you're working and you will you will see results you'll be able to track it by a chart and everything you will get those results and once you have those results well guess what you will you'll start getting attention again and then you won't ever have to binge or be subject to the whims of your si demon for the rest of your life if you want deep dive premium lectures with over two years of hidden content on uh, this science that uh, focus on personal growth, sexuality, parenting, and development, please visit uh, csjoseph.life forward slash members and get a journeyman membership. I mean, I got my secret podcast in there. It's Cutting Edge with CSJ. We do, I do it like a one to two hour episode every month. And we have like 
two years of content in there just on that podcast alone, plus all of season 18 and uh, season 23. Um, the next uh, two episodes for season 23 is how to parent ISTPs and how to parent INTJs. It's pretty awesome. The INTJ one's already filmed, and I believe the ISTP one is being filmed tomorrow. I hope you guys check that out as soon as possible. Anyway, folks, all that being said, I'll see you guys tonight. Mm-hmm.